What's up, Change the Channel podcast listeners? My name is Megan Grace, and this is another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart. And I feel like it's showing up in a variety of ways um, within my life, within the life of my friends. And it's kind of this, um, it's almost like this undercurrent, I feel like within a lot of the conversations that are coming up. So hopefully this episode will offer you a little bit of comfort if you're also feeling this way, um, or potentially be enlightening if you didn't know that you were feeling some of this too. Uh, cause really let's be honest, we're living in a life where we all need each other probably more than ever before. So I was, um, I was driving back from an event with one of my oldest and dearest friends. I've known her since, uh, since middle school. So back in the days of horrible haircuts and learning to, um, uh, learning about braces and, um, glasses and growth spurts and figuring out who you are. So we've managed to make it from literally that age, um, all the way up to being adults. And so she is especially, especially important in my life. And we have this beautiful kind of uh, nugget of time um, as we were driving probably an hour or so. And um, I I was talking with her and we both in different ways were starting to express this idea that um, life was feeling heavy. Life was feeling um, a little bit lonely or overwhelming or um, yeah, it was just, it was kind of this but also sprinkled within was, but there's things I'm grateful for. I'm happy about certain things. Some stuff is going well, but in the undercurrent of a lot of it was this feeling of sometimes, sometimes life is just entirely too much for me. And I have no idea what to do about it. And we both looked at each other and we're like, well, girl, you can totally call me if you need me. Like, you know, why don't you come over? Why don't, you know, this, that, whatever it, and it was so natural to offer that. And vibrationally, I could feel that it wasn't, it wasn't landing the idea that, that this conversation would move from just sharing about the idea that we could be support for each other to actually leaning in and requesting support there was a disconnect. And so I've been thinking about what is that disconnect? And I really believe that it comes from this idea and this message that somehow we need to clean ourselves up before we get support. Now this shows up in ways, I don't know if you were ever this way, but like whenever I go to the dentist, I feel like for whatever reason, all of a sudden I'm like deep brushing my teeth. I'm like, all of a sudden like the mouthwash is getting like pulled back from, you know, behind whatever it was like that I got stuck behind on the shelves. And you're like, okay, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to like double floss. I'm going to, you know, like I might even do a white strip. Like we have this idea that we need to clean ourselves up and be very presentable before even coming to the person or place or situation that is meant to offer us support. And I think it comes from this idea of worthiness. It stems from a deep feeling, deep wondering of how worthy am I to be held, to be seen, to be loved, to be witnessed. Ooh, witnessing. Ooh, witnessing is so juicy. Sometimes the idea of not just space being held for you, but having someone actually sit and bear witness to that which you are holding can create this level of making the intangible tangible. Because let's be honest, a lot of times, stress or emotions, sadness, depression, anxiety, PTSD, even all of that stuff feels kind of like crazy making, I think, because it's intangible. It's an emotion. It's um, chemical, biological, things that are going on under the skin that are manifesting themselves in the ways that we see the world and the ways that we move through the world. But there can sometimes be this, but is it all in my head, quote unquote? Also, if it is all in your head, then that's kind of like the computer of the body. So if it's all in your head, it means it must be, it must be important. Um, but also there's this idea, there's just this idea that we need to be more put together before we even let people know that we're falling apart. And that is tragic. That is so sad to me. That actually breaks my heart in a different sort of way because we, what if we started to see each other as stained glass windows, that the broken pieces or the parts that are like, you know, maybe there's a part of your stained glass window that is heavy. Maybe it's like a really deep, dark red or, um, you know, like a deep black color, but that's not your entire picture. That's not who you are. It's what you're moving through. And if you're stuck in an echo chamber with simply you talking to you about the things that you need to change or are different, then babe, spoiler alert, nothing is going to change. Sitting with ourselves, not calling in our highest self, not calling in um, you know, divine light and source, not calling in support from our friends and outside world, people that we trust, people that we've vetted with our heart spaces, is doing ourselves and doing the world a disservice. Because go with me on this. Well, we feel like we're being so selfless, sitting with our own, keeping our misery somehow contained. We are also keeping our blessing contained. We are keeping our mission contained. We are keeping our impact contained. We are keeping our community contained. And friend, you are meant to be limitless. You are meant to be expansive and immersive and living. Like that's why I think they call it your life because your life is meant to be lived. It's meant to be life and breath and play and fun and heaviness and, 
you know, all the all the colors and hues of experience are meant to be yours. And this pervasive, horrifying lie that says that if you are not radiating only beautiful things, if your stained glass window isn't just pristine and stunning and beautiful, then you're not meant to be seen. Then there's so many windows that are covered over that we don't get to see. And can you imagine being in a room and the light that comes in is coming in from the divine, which is the outside. Maybe we'll just make it, you know, like the sun for this analogy. And the sun is trying to shine through you to come into the room to light up a dark room. And the window that is you is a stained glass window. And if you were to look at yourself and say, well, I'm, I'm not whole, I'm not complete. There's, there's these shards of glass and different, um, different colors. And I don't know, I also don't look anything like the window next to me. So I should probably keep that under wraps. Oh, I need to make sure it's polished and clean before, you know, before I open it up and imagine putting a curtain over the window that is you while you are sitting and stumbling around in this idea of trying to become perfect. Now imagine in this room, if there, if all the windows, if, if it was just like a room full of windows and let's say that on all sides there, if there are five windows for each side of this room, just so we can kind of get an idea. What if four out of the five people or five windows had decided they were going to cover themselves up with curtains because they weren't sure if the way that they shone in the room was as good as the one next to them or clean as the one next to them or worthy as the one next to them. That means that there is literally just one window that is allowing any light to get into the room at all. Now imagine in this room, if on each wall, there is only one window that is allowing light to come in. How dark is that room going to feel? How dark is the experience going to be of the ones that have put curtains over themselves? And how exhausting might it feel to the window that is bringing the light forward, that is outpouring, that is allowing the light to move through? That's how we end up with caregiver burnout. That's how we end up with the impasse of our planet, feeling like there's so much surging through you and moving through you. And like, and then those people too are like, well, I can hardly even take a moment off because I'm trying to keep pouring light into this room. I can't even go and get support for myself. Well, over time, it's as if the feeling of looking around going, where is everyone else? It's like almost starting to put this little film over your light starts to dim the light, starts to make it, starts to make the room even darker. Friends, we do not need any more dark, dark rooms. What we need is brave beings that are willing to pull back the curtain on who you are, the mission that you are meant to shine, and to realize that you are not here to do the work of the window next to you. You are here to do your own work. You are here to bring forward your own mission your own 
blessing, your own connection, your own experience of the world. And when you do, you bring forward, you add yourself to the chorus of light that is coming into a room that is desperate, desperate for light, desperate for the light to move through. So even as my friend and I were talking back and forth about the different ways that we, you know, we're, we're trying to get our needs met and trying to figure out what to do about all of it. Um, man, I just, I just was sitting and realizing that the thing to do, the thing that we get to do is to literally decide. I decide that I'm going to live a life that is not hidden behind a curtain I decide to permission myself. Whew. I give myself permission to show up in a way that others will see. <clears throat> that vis- that I give myself permission to show up in a way that's visible. And that may be a day where you're going to get some cloudy with a side of meatballs. But... The brave thing to do is to decide to still show up anyway, to allow the light to move through because you have no idea who needs the spot of light that the window that is you would be bringing in. And also, friend, like it doesn't feel good to live a life in a cloak. It doesn't feel good to have your light feel like it's somewhat extinguished, right? And this happens for a variety of reasons. Like, you know, it's traumas, it's, it's pain, it's past experiences. It's um, like feeling like we can't trust ourselves. It's messages that are stored in the body. It's all the above. And maybe none of the above. Your story, your story is unique, right? But what I'm saying is that there's this feeling sometimes that we have all the time in the world to muddle around and figure out whatever's wrong. And in the meantime, we're going to keep ourselves cloaked in. And what I'm saying is, what if we stopped thinking of ourselves as having all the time in the world to figure this out? And what if we just started to slowly open the curtain a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And if every day, Our goal was to be just a little bit more open, a little bit more receptive, a little bit more willing to see possibility, a little bit more permission to show up and make a splash where you are, a little bit more permission to actually seek out help from people that are trained, that have come here on this planet to offer the type of support that you need. For example, I love my bodywork practice um, because when people come in to see me, I've created this this little vortex that's like, you know, body, like hands-on body stuff, like care um, in the form of massage, then narrative um, talk conversation where we move the narratives around that are stored in the body so they can be up and out and then um, energetic healing to be able to take care of the wounded spirit that has happened with these tangible things that have happened to the body. And the combo of the three of them is so juicy and vivacious and makes a massive impact in my clients' lives. 
sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, my window doesn't look like the window next to me. And it makes me feel like I need to make myself smaller. And my friend, what I'm saying is I'm so grateful that the window next to me is doing breath work or is doing, you know, energy work or is doing, um, you know, legal care for, for people in a like, you know, holistic, altruistic way or, you know, different doctors or teachers or, you know, laborers, um, the people that come and, um, pick, like take the trash from the curb, like each person, depending on where you are planted, gets to be the light in that room, in that space. And just like my friend and I, who I really would think that like, we would have figured it out by now. We've gone from the awkward teen years all the way to the adult years. And yet this still seems to be a theme that we are dealing with. And so that means that potentially you're also dealing with this too. So it doesn't matter where you are planted, you get to be a window. And it doesn't matter if your window looks like the one next to you, it still is worthy of allowing the light to come through. And when you don't allow the light to come through in your area, then it allows darkness to live in that space. And you get to, you get to receive support to be able to open back up because the reasons and the things that made you feel like you needed to close your window up are real. They matter, but they also are not, they're not the final chapter of your story unless that's where you, unless that's where you decide to put your pen down. If you decide that you're going to be closed, you're going to stop writing your story and that that experience that happened in your past is going to be your ongoing story. Then you get to be that way. But is that, is that the channel that you're most interested in listening to or the channel that you're most interested in transmuting to the world around you? Is that the legacy that you're interested in leaving? Or my friend, and I have a feeling because you have found your way to this podcast, that you are a brave soul, that you are someone that leans into permissioning yourself to receive the support you need to shine as bright as you were always meant to be. Find the support. Talk to a friend. If you do not have someone that you feel that you can trust, talk to, talk to a professional. Talk to someone that has come to this planet to offer that support. And I offer virtual sessions. If you live anywhere in the world, I'm here to connect with you because it is so important. It is so crucial. It is essential that you are living in your most vibrant space because the world needs your light exactly the way that it pours forth from you. There's no reason to do this alone. There's no reason to brush your teeth heavy before you go to the dentist the moments that might seem the most broken to you might be the might be the perfect key that unlocks something for someone else. And then both of you get to shine. The channel that we get to change today is that messy makes me need to be separate. Messy makes me a problem. We get to rechange, we get to change that channel and say, messy makes me interesting. Messy means that I've lived. Messy is not the end of my story. 
and I am brave. I am capable. I am powerful. And I am worthy exactly as I am to receive support. Thank you so much for being with me on this episode of Change the Channel podcast. You beautiful light bringers, windows, stained glass windows that are around shining, beaming lights, allowing light to move through you in your community, in in your friend group, in your space, in your own life. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are loved. You are seen. You are witnessed. And this is your verbal permission slip to start pulling back the curtains and allowing the light to shine through. My friend, it is time. This is another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Thanks for hanging out. I'll see you on the next episode. And until then, keep your light shining bright and keep changing those channels. Mm -hmm.